Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Where are my headphones? He's out of the room. Scary and Brody. 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 Got him? Okay. We're rolling, so we gotta edit this off. Yeah, I'm good. I just want to pull up. Guess who just got back today? Them Brooklyn boys that had been away They both had so much to say You know their name is a Brody and Scary I say that, that you could be listening to this any day of the week. Yeah, but no, this is a Friday vibe. Right. Friday is a different vibe than when we do this on a Thursday which, or a Wednesday. Which means a couple of things. Number one, we feel like we're out of here for the weekend once we're done. Right. And two, we're in the studio, Scary Hates. That's right, because Fridays mean we can't record in the place that we lo- normally record, and that is our studio where we do the Elvis Duran Morning Show, right. which, by the way, is a much sweeter-sounding studio. Right. This one here is crap. I mean, you still sound sexy being belligerent. You still sound good. <sighs> you know, I, I just hate it. The, uh, the, you know what else, though, about this that people can't see? The awful walls? The, the, yes. The atmosphere in this room Ugh. sucks. It's green, lime green painted walls in this studio. So we moved into this studio where we're standing now in 2008, and it was ugly back then. But now it's 12 years later, 
and it's dirty and scuffed and dreary. Light bulbs are missing. Others are out. Right. The equipment is sticky, dirty. I mean, they need to, they have, when was the last time they took a dust buster okay, to the Okay, so here's what this room is used for. Friday, Brooklyn Boys podcast, once some every other month or whatever. Uh, Walkers and Talkers, my other podcast, we did every every week in yep. here. And then the other jocks who work at the New York Z- Z100 radio station we work at come in here to record stuff. We also attempt to do uh, phone taps in here. Right, this is the, one of the phone tap studios. Yesterday on Walkers and Talkers episode 169, hello, uh, Jamie mm-hmm. and I were, were, were gifted with a, with a drop-in mm-hmm. from Joe Gatto from the Impractical Jokers. Oh, right here in the studio. Yeah, well, because he's, he's, they're plugging the hell out of their movie, the Impractical Jokers right. movie, which I saw. It was very w- enjoyable. Weren't you embarrassed to show him this studio? Like, this yeah. is a studio. Right, so Monday, he was on the Elvis Duran Morning Show with us. Yeah. yeah Joe, Joe's an old friend from the show. I think us. he's going to be on with Mo Bounce on yes. the 5 o'clock whistle tour. Right, he's coming back to, record, to, to do with Mo Bounce. So he was here recording some other stuff yesterday. And so he walked in on our podcast. He's like, hey, guys. Oh, that's it, cool. But then he introduced himself. He goes, hey, guys. Hey, Brody. Jamie goes, hey, it's Joe Gatto from the Impractical Jokers. Like, I go, Joe, you don't need to do your own in, 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 uh, introductions. I would have said Why who not? you are. Well, uh, I'm embarrassed that he had to see this largely uh, ignored room. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know we had Joe on this podcast. Yes. All right. Okay. So just a brief reminder. Joe was a listener of Z100, our morning show, the Elvis yeah. morning show. And he used to, he hung out with us. He used to send in song parodies. And try to, like, you know, contribute. Right. If you listen to the Joe Gatto episode of the Brooklyn Boys podcast, we talked about, that, yeah. we talked about it. Right. But in summation, Danielle and I also um, hung out with him when uh, we had a South Street Seaport contest. Right, early 2000s. It was, it was early 2000s, yeah. and it was a dance contest or something, and Joe got up and won the whole damn thing. I think he won a trip. He, yeah. he And he was just a listener at the time who right. he had known from coming up here with his video camera on another occasion. Right. So he was so, uh, look, he did well for himself, right? But, I'll say. But back in the day. He's the biggest celebrity I know. Right. Back in the day, he was the guy who was a fan of our show and he would come up. And I, I said to him, I go, I always did my best to make you feel like you were part of the family, not like you were just a listener, because we all oh, we love all of our listeners. But he was interactive with us. He tried to contribute, tried to help, whatever. So he used to invite me to come to improv with him and his friends, who are now the Impractical Jokers. Right. I knew Murr separately from some other thing right. and didn't know they knew each other. Yeah. So as it turns out, I said to him on this on the Walkers and Talkers podcast, 169, I said, so how did you guys figure out that I knew both of you independently? He said, well, I knew you guys for a couple of years. Uh, Murr says to me one day, James Murray, he says, hey, uh, he name dropped you, Brody. He goes, I know David Brody from The Morning Show. I've been working with him on this other thing. Oh. And Joe goes, I know him for years. What are you talking about? Yes. Well, you should call Murr up. You should uh, maybe have some drinks with the guy. Yeah. Well, I, just, I, I didn't call him. But anyway, my point was, so uh, he's, he's Joe is standing next to Jamie, my co-host, and they, he's hugging her. I was like, oh, let me get a picture. So I take a picture of the two of them. You'll see it on at, at walkers underscore talkers. And then uh, I said, hey, Joe, come over here. I'll get a picture. He goes, oh, you want to prove to people that you know me? Oh, now the tables are turned. Yeah. Wow. wow. I've never heard that. He said it in a funny way, but I'm like, a no, gr- wait a minute, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you have a movie and a hit TV show. But, let, you know, I said, Joe, there was a time when I was on the radio, sort of, and you weren't. I didn't throw it in your face. He's like, well, we got a movie. So, so it was funny. It was just a funny moment. We're like, oh. Does that get released wide this uh, weekend? Yeah, so it was only in select theaters, as they say. Yeah, last And last now, week. so they, oh, the four of them have been going around to all the movie theaters showing up at uh, at the screenings. That's awesome. So Joe and, I know Joe and Murr definitely are again doing it this weekend all over the New York area. 
and I don't know where the two guys are, but they were in uh, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Texas, they were uh, Philly, they were all over the country. Fantastic. Yeah, so they were What a great promotion. It. I love that. I love when the celebrities from the movie <laughs> show up to the movie. It's weird. I don't know if you guys listening to the podcast have any, any friends who have been in movies. I've had friends who were in TV shows. Uh, yeah, no, I'm yeah, but I'm but saying never in a movie. Imagine being, imagine like being in the theater, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal just walks in. Well, yeah, but it's I'm saying it's weird though when you see your friend in the movie. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's that's really weird, right? So I tweeted as I'm sitting in the movie theater. I tweeted at the Joker saying, "Looking forward to seeing the movie. I'm here." Joe tweeted me back as I'm sitting in the movie watching the movie, and all I could think about was like looking around, going. See that guy? He's tweeting. He's tweeting me right now. It was weird. <laughs> it's weird because you're you're laughing, you're enjoying it, and then you go, "Those guys are my friends, and they're in a movie." Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. It's a weird well, feeling. I'm I can't wait to check it but out. I'm I happy for them. Haven't it's, seen it. Yet. It's really good. But you, you know what? They did that thing. Have you done this? Have you been in the theater where at the end people clap all like, the time, like when a plane oh, lands? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you clap? No, I don't. Because first of all, the people who filmed the the movie can't hear you. So right. the only reason why you would make you know you know do a round of applause is so to show your acknowledgement and your happiness or, and your appreciation of that of that. Okay, thing. but or are you doing it so that everyone else knows you're in on the joke and you got it? Oh yeah, you know I loved it too. Yes, yes. no, no. That's I what think- I felt like because people were looking around. They were doing. You the- don't applaud the- at the- a movie. That's stupid. I know, but I feel like people didn't want to like not be the person clapping and like be the one who didn't get the joke. No, no, I got it. Dissect that for a minute. I got it. Dissect that for a minute. People applauding. Like, yeah, okay, we're here applauding with each other, but the people, nobody who had anything to do with the film, from the director to the writer to anyone in it, is here to hear that applause. So why bother? I don't know. And you know, and the reason why people applaud it happened when I uh, I just got back from Colombia. I went to Colombia, and as I landed in Medellin, right. there was a big uproar of applause and screams when the plane hit okay. the ground. Was there turbulence? N- not really. By it the was way, a smooth the, flight. If the plane hit the ground, yeah, there well, wouldn't be applause. When the, when the, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you know what I'm talking about. As soon as the wheels touched the ground, okay. all the applause came out. And I'm, listen, uh, some people say it's a cultural thing, and I know you. some people are going to come at me with that. But I got to say... Did you expect any other ending? Well, <laughs> hello. Well, here's okay. So he, I, I mean, I have two questions. You have to assume that the plane is going to land well, safely hope. every time. Okay. You have to hope and so <laughs> it, it goes against what you said. It's a nervousness the, okay. thing. So you said don't clap in a movie theater because nobody in who made the movie, unless Joe shows up and he's there. But the pilots can't hear you clapping. Yes, they can. They're behind that steel no, door. They can, but the steel's not soundproof. It's not a radio. So are you going to? Are you trying no, to no, say no, that no. you applaud? You 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 clap for the pilots? Okay, well, that's what you're doing. You did a great job, guys. Ultimately, that's what you're doing. But here's the thing. But that's, it, an, it, it, that's it, an insult okay, to the pilots. Okay. Like, did you expect anything less from us? Well, that means you expected us to fucking crash this hold thing. Hold on. If you go to a Broadway show, right, and people perform, right, you expect them to sing well, but you still clap. You let them know they did a good job. But if you're the captain, <laughs> let's say you're the guy flying the plane, do you take that as they're appreciative of what I just did, my years of training, or do you take it as... What they like you said? Yeah. So what they think I was going to fail? The latter. Yes. Right. Because in that situation, it's an insult. But at the end of a show, have you ever thanked the chef at a restaurant and said, "Hey, great job. Thank you. It was a great meal." Yes, by not vomiting. Right. But if the chef comes if over, the chef comes over. Oh my God! Yeah, John George, the famous guy. Uh, the, 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 I name dropping. Uh, it was a one. It was an occasion place. And by the way, 
Don't get the jingle because they're not a client. No, no, and I didn't I'm, get no, a free no, meal out of them. I wasn't getting the jingle. I wasn't getting jingle. But he came. I was. I was with my girlfriend on last Valentine's Day, and we were at his restaurant. And all of a sudden, he came over to the table like, "That's fucking John George." So he came over, and I don't know if he was fishing for compliments, I no or he was just—he's just a fancy chef. Google John George. Don't tweet us. Okay. And anyway, he. Just know he's he's one of the he's one of the, the James Beard Michelin dudes. Okay, okay. is he the he's, kind of guy that would wear that tie dyed shirt that you had? No, he's a chef. What was that shirt company? Uh, Theory. Theory. Theory? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he comes over. He goes, "How was the meal?" And my girlfriend and I were like, "It was great." And right. we're sitting there like, "We're kicking each other on the table because to us he's a celebrity, okay. and we're eating at the namesake of his flagship, and he is there in New York, and he was back there cooking or at least watching." Okay. And and so I'm sitting there and and. and so, yeah, of course, my compliments to the chef. Okay, if you're getting off a plane and the pilot is standing there by the door with his hat off and he's casual, right, right. thanks for flying JetBlue or whatever. Yeah. You, what do you say? You, do you smile? Do you get I all excited? I smile and I say, uh, thank you. Thank you. What, what are you thanking him for? Thank you for the... Yeah. What are you thanking uh, him for? Th- thank you for his services. Uh, which were what? Which was flying a plane. Which is doing his job. Do, they're doing his job, yeah. Right. So he's not worthy of applause? He saved your life. He kept you I, alive. I, I understand that, but I just think they take it as an insult if you applaud. What if, if they? What if they're adrenaline junkies and live for the applause? What if they're like, we're gonna land? How? Goes, what if they land beautifully, soft landing? They live for the, the applause, yeah, like, like Lady Gaga, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, coon, the coons is them. <laughs> so what if in that turbulence and it was windy and they landed, they just pillowed it, right? And then they look at each other and go. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. And then they, they hear the applause. They go, yeah, we did. Yes. No, because they know that the, that applause is that they didn't fail. And that's a, that's a slap in their no, face. No, what if, what if. That what is if, not for a great performance. First of all, the the, the perfect, the flawless performance right. of, an, of, of a, of a uh, pilot right. is expected. It's anything hoped less, for. Anything less is death. No, it's hoped. No, because you, <laughs> you, you can bounce it at the runway. You've been on planes where they go, boom, boom. But don't doink. Right. Sometimes they just go. You've had the bouncers. Yeah. yeah okay. But you get a bouncer you, sometimes. If you and you're applaud. Like, what if you applaud at a bounce? I think. Well, how about this? How that's about, still that's out of fear. Hold on. What if it bounces, and you're like, that wasn't the best landing in the world. You just go. You give them a good golf clap. What if they're going, motherfuckers? I landed a ten ton plane, a hundred ton plane, whatever it is. I just flew eight hours, right? And all I got was a golf club. One bounce. I saved a, like this guy yeah. flew hundreds of people, landed them safely. Because he bounced once, you don't get applause. The rest of the flight was perfect. So I think. Okay, well, I see it both I ways. I still think but- he gets a 15% tip, right? Like he's got to get. I like know, that, but it's it's expected that, that the outcome of the job has to be that you arrive alive every time in a, in a, in a, on a plane. When it comes to a, if you're going to. Talk about a show, a live play or theater show in front of you with his live performances. Right. I think the applause okay. and the standing ovation is for a, you guys did an outrageous job. What if the pilot... Because if you did a, if what if you the did pilot, a subpar job... You've been, you'd be on, like, flights, you've been on flights where they go, just want to let you know, uh, we're going to be experiencing choppy air for the next six to nine minutes. They give you advance notice. And if you look out the window, you'll see something you wanted to see. They give you that information. And he talks to you, and maybe they tell you a joke. I've had pilots who go, I just want to let you know. You're not, you're not clapping at the end of the flight for that. I might. The joke's good. I like a pilot who tells me when the turbulence is coming. We're going to have a little chop, a little chop. Right. What he should say is, the plane will be shaking violently and falling for no reason in the sky. <laughs> We're having a little bit of chop. I do, th- I do think. <laughs> right? Like is that's that the same? 
a little little bit of chop. Yeah. Unlike that salad place you visited. They, oh, that's no chop. No chop. No, no chop. chop. Nice callback. All right. and, and yeah. All right. So that's it. So clapping in a movie theater, no. Clapping on a plane, no for you. That's a no for you, dog. Right. No. That's a, no, that, that's a hard no. That that I roll my eyes when I hear when I hear. What it. about clapping for a subway performer? Different. You're you're appreciating a performance that was unexpected. See, it was an unexpected. But they don't want your applause. They want your money. So what if you're like, hey, I have no money, but yes, yes, that was great. The way you flipped on the seats, <laughs> it was, you, ta- you drummed on that bucket. When there's an unexpected result right. in a happy way, you can't you clap. Applause. You can't clap, you clap. a subway performer because if you clap, they expect money now to follow up the clap. The clap's not good enough. So that's why nobody claps. They all go, mm, yeah, mm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You look down, I'm you look at your phone, you look at hearing hey. you. I'm deaf. You turn to the person you left to go, hey, Mary, how's it going? You don't even <laughs> yeah. know her. True. You're like, hey, how was that? Right. Well, if you've never been on New York subway, that's just so do. you know, when the doors stop at certain train stations, performers will get on your car. They'll go from like car seven to car eight, and then they'll come and do their routine, and then they ask for money yeah. as the train's pulling in. There's a lot of acrobatics going on. There's now. acrobatics, there's dance numbers, there's singing, there's stand-up comedy, all kinds of stuff. So you have to decide whether you're going to get money or not. And if you carry a wallet, you got to like you can't take your wallet out. No, so you, you got to keep train money in your front pocket. This way yeah, you yeah. Little... That's what I did in Colombia. Kept train money. Well, I kept money, loose money in one pocket, so I didn't. So have you have to, to deal. decide. Uh, do I keep a dummy wallet? I've done that where I'll have a wallet with a couple of credit cards I don't care about and no uh, ID. So when they go, give me your wallet. If it ever happens to me, yeah. I give them something I don't care about. You do. Or if they say, give me your money. You have a stunt wallet? Well, I don't put my money in my wallet. So what I'll do is. Oh, that's great. I'll, uh, well, if I leave the hotel I room, just realized something. What? I got like seven old wallets that I just right. sitting in my drawer that I give never use. Give them the fake wallet. You give me your wallet. I can actually find the cheapest wallet I have. Right. Put some put a fake shit in it. expired shit in right. there. Make right. it look real. Right. And maybe uh, tuck like three do- three four dollars in there. Right. The amount that you would have wanted to tip them, whatever. Yeah, like or, or like a bunch of, a bunch of singles in a twenty, so it looks like there's more in there. Oh uh, yeah. Well, because you don't want 20. them to be unhappy. Well, maybe a ten. Tw- twenty twenty. You wor- your life's not worth twenty bucks. I right, twenty. By the way, if a guy mugs you and lets you live, do you clap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Kept us cool. Did Thank a great so job. Much. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You look like you need it. I'm yeah. good with it. You said, please give me your wallet. Please, yeah. Appreciate that. Good well, job. So, all right. Um, yeah. So I, what was I talking about? I, I came. Yeah, I came back from Colombia. So it's. Yeah. We've been, oh my god, we've been off for a week. We didn't even address that. Yeah. So this is our first show back in a couple of weeks. So we should be real. Fr- you know, fresh out the kitchen right now. Fresh out the kitchen. Well, yeah. So we had a week, and then we took the extra day this week. Yeah. We did, but that's okay. We don't owe anybody free dessert unless we skip an well, episode altogether. Here's the thing. No, I saw the tweet. So, go by. Hold on. So Megan. Yeah, Megan. Megan and Madeline. I can't believe you even entertained. I thought you were gonna be like, no, 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 no. no. You gotta call her out on that. Uh, well, I did. I'm going. She said, I want my free dessert. There's no e- free dessert in this on. case. Even is not even. We deserve a bonus episode. No, you don't. Hashtag slice for life. Now, uh, first of all, so I wrote back. I've trained you well, too well. So I give her credit. She got all the slogans right. She got all the, all my catchphrases. She put me first, which is great. Uh, but for, uh, b- bonus episode for one day late. That's not you know that's not that's not even. That's not even even. That's not even. It's not even. It's not even. We're just a day late. Yeah. And what short. and what percentage of our audience listens on Thursday? So only well, the people are on Thursday. I'm struggling with this. We had a problem. We could not I, do the I, podcast I, first, yesterday. First of all, I, I know Brody, you're, you're hell bent against this. I feel nope, like not doing it. I want. I want to. Nope. I'm going to tell the audience what no, I feel. Yeah, I'll tell you why you're not doing. Because if we do what you want, then if we're late, we can be late four days. This one's going to be late one day. 
I want to move the podcast nope. to Monday or Tuesday. Not going to happen. So people have something. I think we'll get we'll get more listeners per episode. No, because, we won't. Because during the week, people remember, oh, I got to listen to the podcast. And if they miss it Monday, they get it Tuesday no, or Wednesday or Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Thursday is start Friday, up, start Thursday. By Friday, we got a lot of... I don't know. I think we should ish, we should move to the beginning of the week. Then they'll just listen two days earlier, and then eventually it'll seem like two days later because it'll seem like they're listening to the Thursday episode three days, four days later on the Monday. So you, there's no winning with there's this no audience. There's no early. There's really there's no, no early winning. with a podcast. <laughs> but I, I feel like our release date should be moved. Can't move it. I my schedule will not allow unless it. Unless we push the Thursday and Friday to the next Monday. And then it's late. <laughs> right, and then, and it's then late. you get a bonus episode. You get your free dessert. But then it's late. So technically, we're early for Monday. Because I'm fresh way. off the weekend with so many ideas on a Monday. Yeah, but my life happens during the week. That's when my all my shit happens, my customer service shit, my rants and all. That's during the know. week. My weekend is all family stuff. We which, should compromise you know, with Wednesdays. When, I, I can't do that. Wednesdays. All right. Walker's right. Wednesday. I, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but who listens to that? Wow. Wow, the number one I haven't seen. The, I haven't seen that one in the iHeartRadio Top 100. It's not, because it's a niche podcast. Exactly. Right. This is not. This is. But speaking of, yeah. by the way, we had Joe Gatto little, on I'm, Walkers I'm, I'm, and Talkers. I'm upset. Oh, about I'm upset about, about our, our, our ranking. Yeah, we had a problem. We are really. By the way, we are really rank ranking in our iHeartRadio Top 100. This week we came in. What was it? Number 79. No, I'm I, looking it up. Hold it's on. Disgusting. I'm still scrolling. The, scro- <laughs> still scrolling. How did we take such a tumble? Unless other podcasts listenership went up. No, the problem was we took a week off. So we had zero listenership for that episode. Oh, that makes sense. That we didn't do. So this was weird yeah, for us. Yeah, but we came off a of vacation week with number six. Well, we're number nine once, okay, right? Number so, 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's, here's what our real problem is. When we took off a of vacation in December? Mm, yeah. Was it two, December? We had two weeks off. Yeah, the December vacation, and before that was the end of August vacation. You guys binge the hell out of our episodes. The latest episode before vacation went through the roof, right? Everybody caught up. So we thought when we go on vacation, up to like episodes 13, 114, 115, 116 would be like, boom. But I think everyone was on vacation along with us because late night talk shows were on vacation. TV shows were in reruns. Yeah. The Walking Dead didn't come back till this Sunday after the week. Well, we have to do something about this. Well, we can't go back in time. That's true. Well, anyway, we can go going forward. We can. Uh, and nobody has answered me as to why episode 100 has less listenership than 99. I think 91. people think it's. They assume it's a recap episode. No, I, I renamed it. It's got a re, it's got a new name now. New okay. name, new name. It's new to you. Seems like a new episode. Great. Go listen to 100. Everyone, come on. Oh, did 100. you see the person that tweeted us and said they need two episodes a week? And I and uh, and they said and I said they said and you know why? They said they listen to six to seven episodes a day at work. How do you get through that many? And in a matter of you a, can't be paying attention to all this content. Nope, they did. And in a matter come of come on, in a well, matter then you're going to lose your job because you're not paying attention to your work. In a matter of a couple of weeks, caught up to all of our episodes. How is that possible? I don't know how you sit through it. I mean, I I find this entertaining, but six to seven hours of it. God bless. That's I know a lot, lot of, of I know all the truck drivers listening, all the guys, who, women who drive for a living. Yeah. Uh, can do that. It's a lot of screaming and yelling and cursing. Yeah, well, you do that a lot. All right. So, you know, I never told you about my trip to the Mutz factory. I wanted to, oh my you God. You have a Mutz story? I have a Mutz story. You go first with your Mutz story. Well, you went and you I went mozzarella. No, I, I went to go see how the Mutz is made. Right. I got to say, what they do at the at this place, Le- oh, I, I can't say it. Oh, no, they're not, they are not a client, so I could say it. How'd Le- you, how'd you end up there? Leone's Mozzarella. 
Leonis. So there. So when you get um, sometimes when you get fresh mozzarella, and I don't know what parts of the country don't experience this. Okay, but, but for those of you in, in like other a, parts of the country, mozzarella. He's right. talking about mozzarella. mozzarella. I call it mutz. <laughs> That's the mozzarella. Yeah. We M- should get mutzy stick. Okay. Um, but there's a. Uh, it comes in this wrap, this plastic wrap. You know, sometimes and it's a big giant ball mm-hmm. of fresh mutz. And it comes in a like saran wrap that's wrapped up really tight and tied up. And then when you buy it, it's just a giant ball of white mozzarella inside the plastic wrap. So people like to experience that. I saw a little trick of the trade at Leone's. So I I thought everything was, you know, handmade, which, by the way. Are you outing it, them? I'm not outing them. I'm, it's, I'm, it's clever. I'm. Talking about a clever thing that they do. Okay, now the much is still absolutely done. You know, they're, they're, the people are surrounding it. The, the mozzarella is going into the water. It's they're making mm-hmm. it. They're squeezing it's mixing it. it. It's, it's all twisting it. It's all legit. It's and it's, it is seriously the fresh, the, the best fresh mozzarella I've ever had in my life. They they do something to it in there. There's some extra ingredient in there. Anyway, the point is. I said, well, you guys have this huge assembly line with all this stuff going on, and you guys are known as the best mozzarella in the Northeast. Why is it that, uh, bro, you may want to hold your ears. Why Whoa. is it that you have all these, you have, must have 30 people mm-hmm. at Saran Wrap wrapping stations sure. as they come off the line. Remember the I Love Lucy episode? Sure, from the 50s. With the, with the chocolate cup? Yes, yeah, the, classic, the, the, yes. You know, the candy one where Lucy and Ethel are like- It's a conveyor the, belt. The conveyor yes, belt okay. of candy? Yeah, your chocolate, yeah. So picture that when it's all said and done, the mozzarella is coming off the conveyor belt, and right. it's just mutz, 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 Right, right. Oh. So I said- you know, why don't you go into like some kind of an automated packaging system? The fuck are you talking about? They're the famous best in the world. I know. So you know what they have? They have about 30 saran wrapping stations okay. where people are standing. Oh, there's one person per saran wrap per station. Okay. And then if, and then there's another one, another one, another one, all in a huge U shape around this huge okay. conveyor. All right. And the mozzarella comes, spits out the thing. It goes through the conveyor and yeah. all the way around. Yeah. So if you the per- first person misses it, the second person grabs it. And then and so on and so right. so by the time all the mutz gets along around the entire right. thing, right. someone will have grabbed it, put it on the saran wrapping thing, hand wrap it, okay. cut it, and put it back on the conveyor. Why was I covering wrapped. my ear? Because the fact is that the mutz is you would think you would you would think that the entire process oh, is done by hand. Streamlining it, but no. But I'm like, well, I go, you guys could save some money if you if no, you were to. We so you know what he said? He said to me. I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said. He said, doesn't it take you back? Doesn't it? Isn't there something special to be said mm-hmm. for? Because they could save a whole lot of money by automating it, but they don't. I said, isn't it amazing how you could just you know when you get it in the store. It's hand wrapped by somebody, and you're hand unwrapping it. You see what I'm saying, Brody? I see what like, you're saying. You, you take in the saran wrap. You you feel like the entire thing was done, like for you from someone's grandma, just the way you remember it when you were a kid. So what they're trying to do is they're trying they're to trying to keep it as, as grandma keep, as they can. Yeah, but but I I think it's brilliant. I'm not. But that's try, why I'm they're not, the best. I'm not ripping them for what, it. What do you want a machine pulling it like taffy? No, I I just think that they would have automated the you packaging may to, process. You may have to turn in your Italian card. 
I just I think it's brilliant what they're doing. Oh, all right. Because okay. no, oh no 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 no. Because okay, right. when you find a fresh mutz right. in the store, well, you got to take the class. It was nice to know. Did you did you pull the mutz? That I pulled. I didn't pull the mutts. No, I did not. I didn't. They wouldn't let me near it. Look at these. Look at these hands. (laughs) Don't blame you. I mean, that would have. They would have shut down the factory. They would have gotten a U for unsatisfactory in their. In their. uh, Well, a couple of days after you had this experience, we we've dealt with a company, not a sponsor of ours. They're a local company in this in New York, obviously local, and they only show up at street festivals Mm. and sporting arenas. And they have one location in Chelsea Market. Chelsea Market is on the lower west side of Manhattan. And it's an old, it was the Nabisco Cookie Factory? Yes. Right? Okay. Um, and uh, or the uh, National Biscuit Company. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. National Biscuit Company. Which is what Nabisco stands for. Right? National Biscuit. Right, okay. NBC. Right. The original NBC. not the TV station. <laughs> and this building now, in addition to being the home of, of the Food Network and MLB Network, it is all upscale, niche food. A great place to get free fresh tea, amazing pizza. Sounds Italian like my food. kind of place. Uh, yeah, it is your kind of place. But like, it's like a food court, a massive, never-ending food, 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 food kiosks of everything. Yeah. But the best of everything. And so this this company, Big Mots, M O Z Z, I call Mots, but it's Big Mots. They call it like for mozzarella, or whatever. But the best mozzarella sticks I've ever had. Oh yeah. They've come up here, right? A few times. They were at the Wine and Food Festival, right? Oh, yeah. So I had them for free there. I had them for free here. Yeah. A lot. I've never paid for them, right? But I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm, I had to do some business at the Levi's store. I was mentioning that for a reason. I'm going to talk about Levi's, Levi's store in a minute. Levi's. And so I was like, oh, while I'm in- Remember that? <laughs> no. Levi's. I don't remember that. It's a commercial. I remember the Levi's. But I remember that, 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 that big voice, Levi's. No. No. Is that from your childhood? I don't remember. In mine, not yours. Okay. Yours so, was 20 years before mine. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> you dick. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go over to the Chelsea Market and get me some some big mozzarella sticks. So I go there, and uh, I go up to the register, and uh, I'm like, you know what? They only sell three in a cup. I think it's three. They're long mm. like cigars. They're, they're unbelievable. The, the unbelievable mozzarella sticks. So I'm like, oh, three of them. Yeah, we're going to be like, well, how much do you, uh, do you think would be three? Three for three mozzarella sticks eh, for, for the well, they're huge. Keep so in I'm mind say it, six bucks. Okay, you go to Applebee's, you get eight for like nine dollars. Yes. Okay. But I think these are extraordinarily right. large. So and six dollars. Six dollars. Yeah. So for three sticks. Right. So I'm thinking you they're know big. What? they're big. They're sticks. big sticks. So I thought you know what I probably could eat six normally. Or I'll take some home. So I'm gonna maybe I get two orders. They don't have a menu up on there. There's no menu. Right. There's just signs that say meatballs and different things, whatever they sell there. Mozzarella sticks. They don't say how many you get or how much they are. So you gave them a twenty. No. So I. So I. So I. So I say to the woman. I, I, I said, see where this is going. I said, "Can I get some uh, mozzarella sticks? How much are they?" I, she was. Uh, I have no idea. She says, "Have uh-huh. you had them before?" I said, "Yeah." She says, "Same price." So I said, "I've never paid for them." Uh-huh. And, and it's, like it's a joke. And she looks she was, at me and she goes, "What are you stealing them?" She looks at me and she says, "Oh my god, you're David Brody." She right, well, because she had come up here with the people right. that brought the mozzarella sticks. So the moral of the story is, he still hasn't paid for them. No, that's not correct. <laughs> that is not correct. So then the guy comes uh, over. You might remember me. No, I'm no, David Brody. that wasn't what I was doing at all. Okay. I, I, so the guy comes over who had come up that morning. Yeah, one of the owners who oh. 
who uh, who brought fryers up here and they fried them fresh for us. He goes, "Hey, Brody, what's going hey. on?" Hey, hey, he goes, he goes, "You, you, hey, Zach, we were just talking about uh, we're starting a, a mozzarella classes. You should come. Hey, do you want to? Uh, anytime you want." You don't have to pay. We'll bring you in. You can oh, come nice. to the mozzarella classes. You can pull some mozzarella. Would you like to do that? I said, yeah, I'd like to get your mozzarella sticks. I'll be pulling some mozzarella in a second. I said, I can't wait to have the mozzarella sticks. He goes, yeah. all right, no problem. So she has one order. I go, yeah, let me start with one order. I'm going to go around, get some pizza, whatever, and I'll come back and get one for the road. $12. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't looking for a discount. That's $4 a stick. $4 a stick. They're big, though. They're big, though. I. That's a little... Chelsea Market. Then it was Chelsea. like the pizza was like seven fifty well, a slice. As you said in the beginning, it's a foo foo market. It is. It is a foo foo. I had pizza. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. So the pizza I wanted that had sausage and red pepper on it was seven fifty, which is oh, it's, it's even in New York like five is like it's, it's uh, highway robbery. It's a tourist way. trap, is what right. It is. It's like four dollars for soda the ball game. Five dollars <laughs> for soda. So I got the one slice of pizza without the toppings. It was three cheeses on top. Fantastic. Oh God! But by oh, the time I had the, mo- the three mozzarella sticks and the slice of pizza, which was huge, yeah. I could not eat anything else. I had gone to the market. I'm like, I'm going. This, I'm owning this. <laughs> this little piggy went to market. I was out of money and out of room <laughs> in my stomach. The point was, Big Mots, fantastic, uh, but twelve dollars for three mozzi sticks. Mozzi sticks. All right, I want to tell you about the guy. Oh, wait, oh, where's the mozzi stick song? Oh, you want to hear the mozzi sticks song? Yeah, that's an M O O T Z. All right, this is uh, Brody Scary Scary Brody singing original. I got the mootsie sticks. I know that I can dip once, I can dip twice. One order comes with six. If you love the fried cheese, then come with me tonight. Or three. And I'll buy you mootsie. Fried, fried, mootsie. Twelve, twelve. I got the mootsie sticks. They got cheese in the core. Have a stick once, you gon' want some more. You pull them apart, the cheese bound to curl. Mozzarella sticks enjoyed around the world. You take them and twirl them in the marinara. Big deal, cholesterol can't stop us. Been a fiend for sticks since my teeth came in. I got my ritual down pat when I eat my sticks. I dip the tip. I lick the middle. I sauce it up, then eat it up. Your Brooklyn is a hood and you know I ain't joking. If your mom ain't cooking, then your ma is broken. Tonight's the night you can fall in love. I can call my mom right now, tell her to fry some up. I eat a lot of sticks, they never fill me up. My next stick's my best stick. I got the Mootsy sticks. You know they're better than wings, better than fries. One order comes with six. If you love the fried cheese, then come with me tonight. And I'll buy you Mootsy. Fried, fried, Mootsy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got the Mootsy sticks. Yo, yo, let me get one of those. Get the f*** out of here. Go get your own Mootsy sticks. Give me one Mootsy stick. Go up to the counter and get your own order. Come on, don't be a gavone. All right, here, take one. Oh, it's hollow. All the cheese melted out of this one. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love See, that. See, now, if we did that now, we have it unbeeped for the podcast. That's that was right. The radio that edit. was the radio, radio edit. All right, we got more coming up right after this. Hey, this is Joe Gatto from Practical Jokers, and you're listening to two guys from the second best borough in New York after Staten Island, of course. The Brooklyn Boys with Scary and Brody. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you remember that, what I just played before the commercials? Yeah. I played the Joe Gatto where he says your name first. Oh, that. Because I owed you one. Right, from last time. Right, when I I accidentally played Brody Scary, Brody Scary That's okay. That's all right. Listen, this this is what we do here. We're, we're, We're even. We even it out. Well, I'm not. I don't really care that you, I know. Know, you say your name first. It doesn't matter. But you sang over the lyrics to the song opener today. I did that. You did that. You don't care. But that, that's did. not all I did. That's, that's okay. Oh, when I went to get something uh, from the printer, you uh, said, you'll hear it later. You suck. <laughs> See, now I could go. I could go and delete that, but I won't because that's the way we. We, have to, we, we don't edit our podcast. No. You, you know something? I do, speaking of editing podcasts, serial oh, killers. Mean? They Not just serial killers, but pretty much everything on your top 100 that's ahead of us. Oh, edited they bullshit. They fucking edit, 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 edit. They spent three, four hours in the, la- uh, the lab just fucking right. editing their podcasts. Why don't you just fucking be real and do a show? Do a podcast. Right. 
And I wasn't calling. Just a, do it. Like, I wasn't calling our friends at the Serial Killers podcast no. out. I just saw scary uh, Scotty edit us out. Some. I'm at talking about the podcast world in general. Right. What What are they hiding that they all have to be edited? We don't do that. I don't know. Some of them list editors. Yeah. Like when we went to the podcast <laughs> awards, we were like, Seven. like to thank our producer and our editor. I'm like editor. Just go in and talk into microphones. It's all we do. I mean, and if something needs to come out, be like like a lapse of time, which right. some occasionally. Or if Scary says something promoting like an evil government, I'll, I'll, you can't say that. <laughs> well, then I'll edit. We'll edit. <laughs> That's right. But we don't edit very often. We don't have any edits. Some no. has, we've gone podcasts at a time without a single. Sometimes edit. you say horrible things about women. We take that. Otherwise, we don't. Oh, yeah, come on now. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You should have been with me in Colombia. Well, you should. You know what? I apologize when you asked me that. I said no. <laughs> oh, you wait. would never. I, I don't ask you anymore because you got a wife and kids. There's I no come. way you're coming away with the boys. I absolutely would have come if you asked me. I went with the Hoboken boys. Yeah, I know. They're a different breed. Uh, I got food and drink shamed. You know, I was just coming off my Dr. Fat Loss right. diet. Right. And the. Oh. That was a scary inappropriate Not cool. Sorry. So friends of mine. Are you sorry though? If they were my friends. Yeah. What would true friends do? Go they easy would, on you. They would support each right. other. Right. Dude, I'm two days done from the detox that I was on for 44 days. Well, that's one of my that's one of my favorite uh, Drake songs. Two days done from the detox. <laughs> two days done. No, seriously though. And 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 I'm with my boys and. These guys want to experience the best of Medellin, like top-notch restaurants. And I don't blame them for it. I do, too. So we get to the restaurants. We get to the drinks. And I'm like, look, guys, just so you know, I'm still I'm going in easy. I'm still not doing carbs and sugar. But the good news is I can eat 80% of what I wasn't able to eat earlier. So I'm back. I'm eating oil. I'm eating fucking fats. I'm eating all this stuff. I'm eating great food, like almost like a keto situation at this point. Not a sponsor. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> Keto. <laughs> I, I, just in case you were going to hit a gym. No, I wasn't. I'm that's, not going to mention him again. So anyway, point to, but the point is, good friends, great friends lift each other up and great friends and, support and each other in those lift, times. you're actually liftable now. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So, so Brody, I'm sitting there and then I have a drink. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Ah, look at Skin. You're a pussy. <laughs> we're drinking wine. We're all drinking scotch. You know, with the big, you know, the giant singular mm-hmm. ice cube in a rock glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they swirl it around with their pinky. That, I'm like, guys, I can't do that. I said, give me a, I said, I will have more drinks as the night goes on, but just not at your pace. Right. Ah, fuck you. You're not a real man. Why don't you give us your man card? And I'm like, guys, there's no way to treat me. I'm I, like, I'm, I'm just coming off a fucking detox here. Right, right. Go easy on me. And then the food comes, right? And now these guys know how to eat. Appetizer, main course, second main course, third. Let's or they're the kind of guys that do the the. Oh, let, let take some of this and some of that, and let's just whack it up, throw it in the middle. Well, they'll take they'll order extra entrees, whack it up. They'll say whack it up and throw it in the middle. Dude, and we've done that. We have, but they do it to uh, the umpteenth degree. And by okay. the way, when do you think I learned that? So Brody, Brooklyn. so now dinner comes, and like. I don't eat bread. I'm not eating the carbs. Okay. Like, what? What is that? Get out of here, scary! Come on! You, you, what do you mean you're not eating that? And, and and I'm sitting there. I'm like, come on, guys! And then they have dessert. These guys have the pre-drink. Then they do the three bottles of wine with dinner, and then post drinks cordials after. Right. Who, who orders cordials? And then a double espresso, and then uh, now let's take five desserts and then like whack them up. And I'm sitting there like, oh my god, I can't eat this. Like, come on, scary, scary! Don't, 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 you want the flan? You can't have the flan. Have the flan. It's 
It's all this peer pressure, man. Yeah. Beer, I, beer pressure, whatever I, that fuck it is. But by the way, this was times 12. Because right. I had 12 meals with these guys in four days. It sounds like you had 12 meals in one meal. They forced me. Dude, I gained two pounds. I would like to take a step back in time to when the beginning of this conversation happened. And I, I want to thank you for not inviting me on this trip. <laughs> because this sounds, if you had to design a David Brody anti-fun trip. <laughs> hey, I woke up in a cold sweat. I had the worst nightmare. What happened? I don't know. I went to Columbia with a bunch of Gavones who ordered too many drinks, <laughs> yelled at me for not drinking, made me chip in for food I didn't eat, That's for true. drinks I didn't oh, eat. Oh, no, we whacked everything up evenly. Yeah, there no. was no like okay. itemizing the bill. Brody, don't whack it up. You don't whack it off. You don't whack it on. <laughs> you don't whack it up I'm and not, down. I'm not whacking it. it. You don't whack it on or I, out, in I'm or not, out. I'm not going to Columbia to whack it. I'm not doing you're, it. You're not whacking it out? No. I would have been the guy they shoved in the garbage pail for not chipping in. Who the fuck is this guy? He does separate checks. Hey, these, guys are, these guys are brutal. They I don't let you off. The they, first thing I would have done in Columbia was learn how to say separate checks in Spanish. They don't let you off the hook. They, these guys do not let you. I mean, they're a fun group of guys, and they'll look out for you in you know a time of danger. I mean, who I was have, there that I know? You didn't, you didn't bring sex on I the bro- way, Dave. I, I brought Dave. Dave was there. Dave was there. That's right. Yeah, it's Fa- uh, uh, Falco. Did he have sex? No, 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 oh. no. They, 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 Too busy they, eating and drinking. Dave and Anthony have girlfriends now. Falco, Falco's got no. a girlfriend. Yeah, Dave so on Dave. the way. Dave's got a girlfriend. Yeah. What if he's going over his, her house? Like he's driving over. <laughs> he doesn't stop somewhere. <laughs> no. So does she know he he used to be Dave on the way? Dave on the Sex way. Sex on the way, Dave. Oh, from our previous podcast yes. episode. Go listen to an old episode. Yeah. He had uh, okay. Here's the, you, you guys listen was, in order. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. So anyway, his girlfriend doesn't listen to this podcast, does she? I hope not. Oh shit. No, it doesn't matter. It, okay. This was all in the past. Years anyway. ago. Years yeah. ago. So um. Anyway, the point that the point I was going to drive at was you would have loved this trip because, and this is a public service for everyone. Colombia, it is so cheap. Everything. The the most. Picture the top meal you could possibly have. Like, I'm talking about what would cost in New York City for two people. Chicken, parm, and mozzarella sticks. No, I'm 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 talking about you go to a five-star, a John George restaurant. (laughs) Something that would cost with all we ate and drank. (laughs) Right. And in a top-notch fine establishment, the the best they have to offer, New York would have been four or $500, like, you know, for a couple. Right. It turned out to $85 a guy. At the most, the most we ever saw. All right, regular breakfast, Brody. You, you got ten me bucks. You got me back. You Twenty bucks. You should have opened with that. We opened. No, dude, our lunches were like ten, fifteen dollars each. I'm like, I felt bad. And the exchange rate is that bad? Uh, awful. Good for us. Yeah, but um, it was a beautiful country. All right. Um, still and, is probably. Yes, it is. Right. And um, the. The, the cab drivers, I felt terrible for the cabbies. You you hail a yellow cab, three guys in a cab hanging out. We're, we're like driving for like 15 minutes. Like, oh my God, how much is this going to be? Turned out to what amounted to $4.50 US. All right, but then they can go buy a steak dinner for two bucks, so it's fine for them. The, yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, there's no way they're making money here. They're the, the cost of the gas and the wear and tear on the car. And, and me but and my friends are looking at each there. other. It's like 75 cents each. Are we serious right now? Like, Ooh. this is crazy. More What's... importantly, you just said me and my friends, and I didn't stop you. Go ahead. But the, 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 the thing yeah. is, if you want if you want to go to a country where yeah. you can probably afford- How long was the flight? Uh, the flight was five and a half hours. Oh, it's not not too bad. That's California. And, and the hotel stays. You can stay at a nice hotel for cheap. So the food and the drink were top notch. The cuisine was outrageous. And uh, that's such a New York expression, by the way. You can stay there for cheap. You can. I'm saying, but that's a very New York thing. Yeah, I'm, you can really you can stay do it. there. It's cheap. Well, but the, you say you say for cheap. Find find great flights. All right. To and from. 
and then when you get back, when you go there, you're gonna you're gonna stay, play, and eat and drink for free. I mean, for for a low amount of money, okay. and 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 draw and ride. I mean, the cabs right, are now. ridiculous. Now listen, if Skiri gets an endorsement for uh, Columbia Tourism Board, you'll funny know you mentioned that. Uh, our boy, uh, our boy Vinny is on the case. So so you might be getting them as a sponsor. No, they just they wrote back who is Skiri Jones. So that's not going well. Okay, because I got the jingle ready. Up, oh, ready nope, to go. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 okay. nope. All right. He reached out to them after he heard did. talking about oh, okay. <laughs> on the radio. Okay. But they it's were ready. like, they're who is Scary Jones? The singers are ready. They wanted to know who. Well, they're in Columbia. They don't know who we are. Yeah, they listen to the Brooklyn Boys podcast. <laughs> sure they do, because we have a lot in common, right? That's right. Listen, this is not a podcast about Brooklyn. It's, it's a, two guys in our take on, on life. Right. Two guys from Brooklyn with the- We talk about Columbia. The world according to us. So. Okay. So we've talked about travel. And we've talked about people who come to, like, New York, a big city. They get lost. They don't have directions, whatever. And I've always said, at least to people who, like, who seem like they're American, you have a phone in your hand. Don't ask for directions. Yeah. Okay. So I'm walking to our parking garage where, where we park, obviously. The one mm-hmm. we're near here, a few blocks away. And uh, I'm stopped on a corner, ready to cross a major avenue, waiting for the light to change. And this uh, short, little, creepy-looking man... <laughs> He says to me, hey, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, you know where Stanton Street is? Now, he's got an iPhone in his hand. I know it's an iPhone because it was like an iPhone 7. It was small. It like, well, couldn't have been an Android before you say it was an Android. It was an iPhone. So I know it's, a, it's not like a flip phone or anything. And he says, do you know where Stanton Street is? Now, I know New York, but Stanton Street is not a major street. I don't know where Stanton Street is. Off the top of my head. I do. Okay. All right. Is that Stanton Social? Is that where that is? The place That's a, yeah, it's it's in the Lower East Side, Stanton Street. But not where we are on the West Side of Manhattan. You know why I know it's Stanton Street? Because of the meatball shop. Oh, the meatball shop. We I'll take you to the, the meatball, meatball shop. shop. That is some great meatballs. What do they sell there? Meatballs. meatballs. Okay. And by the way, just meatballs. Right. It's, it's, fun. Like it's phenomenal. Eight, ever... eight types of meatballs, yeah. like six types of bread, yeah. and you just combo, yeah. make any combo you There's want. There's now five or six locations. If oh. you're ever in New York City, the meatball shop. It's... Oh, God. I, oh, we could do a podcast just on the meatball we shop. We should do a live broadcast on the meatball shop. We're still working on a live broadcast. Don't get upset with us. Okay, so the guy's like, you Stanton Street. Now, look, we are walking west. At the moment, we're about to cross the street west. As you just pointed out, now that you mention it, Stanton Street is east. Of course. At least, I would say, 12 long blocks east of where he and I are standing. Not really walkable. From where were you again? Near here. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a nice walk. It's All a right. half hour. So I decided to take my own advice. Because especially I was taller than the guy, so I felt like I could say something. I said, to be honest, I don't know where Stan Street is, but uh, you got a smartphone in your hand. Why don't you just search on Google Maps for it? He says, I'm on Google. I'm searching for Google Maps. It's not letting me see it. It's asking me to sign up for Google. What? So I said... The guy's not on the right app. So I, so I said, I don't know what you mean by sign up for Google. I said, all right. So I'm like thinking... Maybe he didn't download the app and he has to get into the app the, the app but store. But every smartphone has a native something, like Safari. You can open Safari. Right. Or- so then I say to him, well... Okay. No, no, actually, actually, Apple has its own maps. So I said, I said, so you must have... Look, right on my paper. I wrote it down. I said, you must have Apple maps. And he starts yelling. It's, it's asking for my password. And I said, well, I, I don't... I don't I, okay. <laughs> uh, y- y- just uh, we'll put your password in. I don't know. I, I don't know my password. So... The light changes. And I thought to myself, I, if he wasn't a crazy man, I might have helped him 
and taken my phone out. But he starts walking across the street with the second the light changed, looking at his phone, yelling at his phone. Is he going in the wrong direction? Yeah, he's walking west. Now, keep right in into mind, the river. Right, yeah. <laughs> keep walking. At this, time, at this point, I didn't remember he was going the wrong direction. Right, because he was going towards you know some of the streets that have names. We were on a numbered street. He was going towards the ones the smaller streets. So I thought maybe Stanton's over there. I wasn't. It was late. I got out of work late last I night. I understand you could be disoriented. So, well, I wasn't disoriented. I was just tired. Just tired. And I wasn't and, thinking. Yeah, right. So I wanted to help the guy, and I was thinking, well, I know you're listening to podcasts, going, "Why did you take out your phone?" Well, I wanted to, but the guy was so belligerent to me when when I didn't know where Stan Street was, and there was no one else to ask. And then he's yelling at his phone. It's asking me for a password. I was like, hey, like. <laughs> You know, like when your parents get lost, they, yes, they, they get frustrated. Right, he was yelling. Frustrated at his, by technology. So he's looking at his phone, going, "I don't have a password." You should have just said, "Okay, boomer," and moved on. No, this guy, I wouldn't say he was all. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, maybe yeah, yeah boomer, sixties. Yeah, but he he it was like a he needed a shave. He what just do you have a clamshell phone? I didn't know if he was gonna like go crazy and hit he had with an the Apple phone. phone, right? He had an iPhone, said, right? He did. You said it in the beginning of the podcast. No, you said it in the beginning of the podcast. Yes, he had an right. iPhone. So so he. It's you, every, Apple has an Apple Maps. It's native. Every phone has a native right, but, app. But map. I said that and he goes, "It's asking for my password." Oh god. My guess is he maybe needed to update the app, and it was saying you you have to log into the, the iTunes store, oh, the App god. Store, and so he was flustered. And he could so the uh, now what, what I've learned and and now that we've had this conversation he went in the opposite direction. Had Good. he been calm, I would have taken my phone yeah, out. Fuck him! But I was afraid he'd grab <laughs> for my phone or like get mad at me. Like you know, when you uh, reach the end of the road and there's a fence, just climb over and just dive into the water head first. He wasn't far from that. Like <laughs> in one more block, he's going in the water. So I tried to help the guy. I had, so I want to say those people. I always go. You have a phone in your hand. Just use it. Maybe you can't. Maybe even though you have the phone. So maybe you give people too much credit. That's what I'm saying. I may all those other people. I won't owe them an apology. But I do so owe them. So all those people who text the radio station looking for answers on things, you're not going to say, "Hey." No, I still say I'll Google it. Google it. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I'll say it, it'd be easier if you Googled it. Like today, somebody should bing it. Bing it. Bing it. Someone today asked for, like, <laughs> hey, they asked for something that was very easily findable. I think we did a story about, oh, there was a, a we did, a, Garrett played a bit of sound. Mm-hmm. There was a woman from New York, and a, a, apparently somebody went up to her as a bit on a subway and said, hey, sing something for me. I'll film it or something like, hey, sing this song. Whatever it was, they filmed her singing on the subway, like randomly. He was having people sing, and she was terrific. And it went, it went. Uh, okay, terrific. Yeah, and and it, and and it got a lot of coverage, and then she was on Ellen, right? And I think Garrett said her name was let's say Darcy. I don't remember the name. So the woman on the subway named Darcy got on Ellen. So a woman said, "Oh, what was her name? Where do I find that video?" I thought she was with Portia, Darcy. Yeah. Oh no. So I said, uh, "You said that woman got on Ellen." Ah ha ha ha! Ellen, the show. You and your lesbian commentary. So I said, "Well, Joke. I think you'd be. I think if you Google subway singer." Darcy Ellen, whatever her name was, you know, you'll find it. Right. I, I just people don't try. They don't, and that that's that's been a growing problem. But this guy, he 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 tried. They're just lazy. He tried. They just wanted his password. He's frustrated. Frustrated. Yeah, frustrated. They wanted his password. You know what? He could have pulled a cab driver over because they have, they have a map in their head. Okay, here's of the be- here, here's the best part. We cross the street. He's about ten feet ahead of me. Because he's walking now impatiently, like he's going to figure out where Stanton Street is all by himself. Yeah. What's across the street? A police station. 
Ah. There's police officers right there. They have a big map in there, <laughs> I also, would imagine, in their precinct. they probably know where Stan Street is. Right. Uh, so I say, hey, ask the officers where Stan Street is. But he's got his face in his phone, banging away at the keys, Idiot. yelling at the phone. Going in the wrong direction. In the wrong direction. So, so my advice to people has always been, if you are in the city and you're lost, hail a New York City taxi cab and just... Talk to them through the window and say, hey, no. where is something street? It's not going to work. That's it is going to work. It is going to work because, no, no, because they know where they're going at all times. Some of them use Waze. They'll use an app That's now. Uber. No, I've been in cabs where, they, where that guy looks at a map. Really? Yeah, they look at the nav on the phone. It's unfortunate. But, that was, but, but speaking of phones and that guy, you know what I did? Was it Monday? No. Tuesday? Tuesday. I came to work without my phone. I know. That's bad. How did you manage? Okay. I mean, I would have went home. So we were on vacation last week, right? And so what do you do on vacation? You turn all your alarms off. Mm. So I turn my alarm clock off. Yeah. I turn my my Alexa alarm off. Yeah. And I have a phone alarm. Mm -hmm. So the phone alarm, when I jump out of bed in the morning and I start running and turn off all the alarms so I don't wake anybody up, I grab my phone because the alarm's going off. And then I go in the bathroom and I get dressed. Well, because the alarm was still off, somehow Monday I got up. Somehow Monday I got up and I was awake enough to grab the phone. Tuesday I was so tired, I must have not grabbed the phone. And I do a ritual. You, you have the same thing in the morning. We sure. do the same things. Yeah. Shoes, saw, hit the light switch, pee, right. brush your teeth. I set five alarms on my phone. Right. Every, I set alarm one, two, three, four, five, just in case the right. first four don't wake and me up. And when we wake up half asleep, every, the, the, the toothpaste have to be in the same spot. A hundred percent. Because you have to like like a robot, right? Creature of habit. So I, I, always, I always do the pat. I do the wallet. I do the keys. I yep. do the phone. And I go. I was out of it. I lucky I had the wallet. I had put the wallet in my jeans that I laid out for the day before, so they're already in the pocket. I put my money in my pocket from the other jeans. It's like that Adam Sandler song, "Phone Wallet Keys." Oh, is that yeah, okay? You don't need anything but my phone wallet keys. Right. So for phone me, phone wallet keys. Right. For me, it's uh, phone wallet. Yeah, phone wallet keys. So I, I get. <laughs> I, so I have a ritual. I get in the car. I put. I plug the phone in. I usually turn the data on because at, at home only the Wi-Fi is on. I need data in the car. Yeah. I didn't do that either. I'm driving from my house. I'm ten minutes outside of my house. Oh, maybe thirteen minutes or so, and is, I and is I. Is that when you discover? It? I discover I have the phone. All right, question: Why didn't you stop right there and turn around? You were only ten minutes away from your thirteen. Home. I did the math. I did thirteen. So thirteen minutes away. So you well, don't think? Yeah, do the math on how how much? Twenty-six how, minutes. Twenty-seven minutes to come back. That's the, how much I'd lose. That's how much you'd lose. Twenty-six that's the, minutes. Yeah, you'd lose twenty-six minutes. Well, if I'm already trending four minutes late, I can't do that. Well, you can, uh, but you then it would have been a half hour late. The question then becomes. Is it worth it to be a half hour late so I can get through my day and have my phone with me? Okay, well, here's what I didn't want to waste. I didn't want to waste a day. Because once you use the, oh, I'm sorry I'm late, I forgot my phone, I had to go home, you can't keep using that. Right? Maybe there's a day I don't... Happened to me once. Right, but maybe there's a day that I'm really running late and I don't forget my phone. But you want to use it as an excuse. Right. So on a day when I'm only running a couple of minutes late, now I can blame the four minutes on how I was going to... Is I that your get-out-of-jail-free card that my, you're just holding it in I'm your back pocket? I'm holding on to that. Right, holding okay. on to it. You don't want to waste that. So I figured I'll go in four minutes late, and I'll distract by telling the story about hiding on my phone. So I made a list, which I read on the air part of it. Uh, 40 minutes into the show, I had gone to my phone 13 times where I had to do something, and I didn't have my phone... And I and it, I realize how unbelievably important the phone is in our job. Even though we're on the radio, I have to text Froggy, text Josh, text Sam, because yeah. you know whatever. I had to look up like sometimes. Elvis, <laughs> sometimes yeah, like for instance, so Elvis was talking about Fat Tuesday. 
And I wrote down Fat Tuesday. And then, oh, we're talking about white chocolate. So sometimes what you guys don't know is Elvis will be talking about something, and I understand his facial expressions and his intonation in his voice, where he might say, yeah, you know, Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Marty. Oh, yeah, Marty is M-A-R, like Martez. Gras. Gras? Yeah. Gras. That's what Fat Tuesday is, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. I didn't Ma- even know it translated to mind that. Mind blown. My mind is blown right here on this podcast. Are you serious? That Mardi Gras look means- Look it up. Look it up right now on your the- phone while I'm talking. Look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay, so- I thought Gras means free or whatever. Gras- gratis? Uh, hold on. You thought it was free free Marty's? Mardi Gras. Go ahead. Gras. Um, Mardi Gras um, uh-huh. definition. Oh, definition is- mm-hmm. It looks like- Mike the- Francesa? Mike Francesa. <laughs> Uh, so while you're looking car- that up, Mardi Gras, what does it mean? Translation and definitions. Go ahead. Holy shit, Fat Tuesday. Thank you. It's French for Fat Tuesday. Yeah. Martes in Spanish is Tuesday. Mardi. I didn't know that. Well, look at you. I had no clue that Mardi Thanks. Gras meant Fat Tuesday. Huh. I knew Fat Tuesday mm-hmm. was Mardi Gras, and there's a bar called Fat Tuesday that is a chain. Uh-huh. I knew Fat Tuesday was always on Mardi, during and Mardi here's Gras. here's for you. New Orleans? Means it's an Orleans that's new, named after original Orleans somewhere else. Where was the old Orleans? I'm assuming in France. This is great. <laughs> French, literally, Fat Tuesday, <laughs> alluding to the last day of feasting before the fast of Lent. And there you go. So, okay, so again, <laughs> why I need my phone, sometimes someone will talk about something and maybe doesn't know exactly everything about it. Right. So I'll Google Fat Tuesday on my phone and then put the phone in front of Elvis so if he needs any statistics or whatever, they're yeah. there. So we're talking about white chocolate. I needed the ingredients. So I had to lift my laptop up and turn the laptop so he could see the ingredients because sometimes you need to provide information. You can't just print it. You can't have the printer machine make it, the printer make a noise in the studio. Yeah. So you just hold it up. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have my phone, this whole list. How did you feel? Oh, it was terrible. And then I had to leave early because I had to get home to the phone. Of course you did. And then it was all like nine text alerts. Oh, yeah, 46 messages, unanswered. It's the worst. You can't be without your phone. You have to keep up with it at all times. Okay, but I did screw up. How's that? Okay, so uh, there was a guy in sales who said to me over the week, or Friday, no, Monday, hey, after the show Tuesday, let's talk. Right. Okay? He said, I'll text you when I can talk. So I didn't have my phone. I never got text message. So I get home. I don't know what time it was. One, two, three, whatever it was. Whatever time we got home. I ran. I got home pretty quickly. One o'clock maybe, 1230. Yep. I go to my phone. I see that he texted. So I'm like, if I text back now, I got to deal with that now. You do. But I want to take a nap because I'm exhausted. Ah, so, so I can't text him back. Right. Because so I, you want to pretend like you're still away from your phone. Right. And you could use that excuse all day. Right. So, so right. So I, <laughs> That's so I great. decide to send him an email. Seven o'clock at night. <laughs> I finally got back to my phone. Right. So I send him an email. I start writing an email. Hey, I don't know my phone. I'll, and I went, wait a minute. How can I be emailing him? Right. Not that I couldn't have done it from my computer, but that implies that I'm home. So I had to quickly, thank God I caught myself. I said, hey, um, using a friend's computer. No, no, I, I could not. You could I, even get, be near so electronics? I, so I hadn't sent You the, couldn't even. <laughs> I, I, so I, I had to figure out, did I send the text message or not? Saying I don't have my phone. Okay. Right? I said, I don't have my phone. I'll call you when I get home. So then the email I said, yeah, leaving work now. Should be home in, a, in about an hour and a half. So I caught myself. Had I sent the email like, oh, don't have my phone, then it would have been weird because I just texted yeah. him. Yeah. Right? So uh, so I didn't text him, sent the email, 
and I realized uh, I caught. I, anyway, bottom line is I caught myself. I had to. I had to figure it, play it through my head, like what do I have to word this that it covers the fact that I'm home, but I still don't have my phone. So I had to make it like I was still at work. Is really what I was talking about. But not having your phone, man, is just. Oof. You know what though? Once I got over the hump of it, like after the first two hours, I started feeling a little more relaxed. I Did got, you really? You. Yeah, you feel like because I didn't have to like. Oh, I don't have to respond to those. You uh, felt it was the '90s all over again. Like this is how I remember feeling before. It, there it was, was different. Even... Well, you know what? I got out of the out of the uh, radio station, and normally I have to call the garage, let them know my car is ready. I'm like you know what? No, I don't. I can't. I can't call them. Now, I reached for there my was, phone. There was so much going. The, the thing is, there's so much that we rely right. on our phones for right. now that you you must have right. been every. 30 seconds thinking about it, like, oh, my God, I can't do this right now. Or I can't do that right now. Right. And then I was going to call the guy who runs one of the other departments. How are I, you going to bitch back to people on Twitter? You can't do I that can't without do your that. phone. So then I was supposed you to- You lost the whole day's worth of traction. I had told someone else, I'll call you from my car ride home tomorrow after work. One of the other department heads that I deal with. And then I got in the car. I'm like, I don't have to make any phone calls. Isn't it great? Liberating. It was in the car? Liberating. I put music like on. Without wearing any underwear. It was like that. I've never forgotten underwear coming to work. I know, was, but the fact that you didn't have any on, you're like, yeah, Emperor's it, new clothes. It was, uh, it was <laughs> Emperor's new clothes. Uh, I, I do, <laughs> I, I do want to bring up uh, a couple of clips that I got off the radio. Uh, so let's let's do that coming up next. And now here's where I get my name first. We'll call it even. Hey, this is Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers, and you're listening to two of my favorite idiots, the Brooklyn Boys, with Brody and Scary. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. 
and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I hate this. I got a spam phone call just now. Well, it said spam, but then it said Chase Bank next to it. Now, I do bank with Chase, so I'm like, should I have answered that? But it says no. spam. No. Uh, well, it could be an 800 number so that they're wondering. No. Yeah, I don't know what that number is. Uh, by know. the way, I won discounted rooms at Marriott twice this week. <laughs> Thank that, you. That's for, a scam yeah, Coming to Marriott. Yeah. Oh, I got my Walmart order showing up, and I got a $25 gift card from Walmart. Why? Because it was a scamboni sent to my email. You have the jingle? Of course. Ridiculous. Scamboni. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah. <laughs> From Walmart Customer Appreciation. Hey, Skiri Jones. That's by the way, that's how I know right away it's a scamboni oh. because they used Skiri Jones yeah, and not, not my real, real name. name. Yeah. And I don't have an account as Skiri Jones. No. Congrats, you've received a Walmart. <laughs> you received and Walmart reward. Ah. ah, Grammar Police and Scamboni in the same fucking email. <laughs> so it says click here. But then when you click the hyperlink of the actual... Oh, don't do that. No, 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 no. All I did was I, I clicked to see what email this Walmart customer appreciation was coming from. And it was support at infoemailnow.com. You're a fucking Scamboni. I didn't click on you, you bitch. And then... They got me, they tried to get me again. They said, hey, your order, that purchase order number, blah, 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 is about to be delivered. And with a link. And I'm like, wait a second. I haven't ordered anything from Walmart. Right. They wanted me to track my order of whatever the fuck it was. They were hoping that I forgot that I ordered something right. from Walmart. So well, I've gotten that shit from Target and from other companies, I got it from too. Amazon. Yeah, I, I got that from Amazon, said, too. Oh, you know why? Because the odds are pretty good. I got an order coming. Yeah, I know. So if you click on nope. it. Scamboni. Nope, I get alerts on my phone. I don't need I don't need emails telling me. I don't yeah. have email alerts from Amazon. Right. F that. You know, oh, another Scamboni. Uh, an Instagram. Hold on. Don't fall for this one. Scamboni. Oh, I, have, I have one too. Hold so, on. yeah, we know, we know. so if you go on Instagram, sometimes on your DMs, you'll get these randos, these requested uh, messages, or it might be something uh, coming from somebody you actually know on Instagram. You... It's a phishing thing. Some their account got hacked, but yet they it it looks like it's coming from their handle, and it says from a DM, "Hey, look what I made for you. It took me two hours." And then there's a link, and I'm like, "Wait a second! If I click on that, it's gonna bring me to a fucking site." I didn't click on it, but I googled the scam, right. and it's a phishing scam. Nice. And what happens is, if you were to click on someone's DM that is familiar, like if I got one from Brody. And it says, "Look what I have! Look what I made for you!" Would never it took send me two you that. hours. Yeah, yeah. I know. Once you click the link, it takes you to what looks like Instagram's login page, like you've been logged out. And then you type your name and password, and it goes to the hacker. And then your account gets taken over. Scamboni. <laughs> you have another one? Why? Well, yeah, a couple. Scamboni. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know. It's 
Sorry, I had another skip only that I just forgot, but I wrote down three and I've got the fourth one. Oh, man. Uh, a couple of things. I got a DM that said uh, 18 plus, and it said uh, don't open at work or something. But it wasn't from anybody I knew. It was like a zero post person. Yeah. And it was like, click here. It looks like it's a video, but it's actually a link that takes you to a, a bad website. Right. Well, I didn't click it. I'm not that stupid. But I, he, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, a listener sent me a link. I don't know if it's a photo, a video. I don't know. It's a legit listener of the Elvis Duran Morning Show. And I've interacted with them before. You know, I've had, you know, listen, answered tweets or whatever. And she has a, uh, she, she said, hey, um, this is for you, but if you're married, you might be offended by it. I'm like, hmm. oh, okay. What, the? what is that? Well, I clicked on it and it said, so-and-so has a private account. So I wrote back and I said, I can't open this. You have a private account. So they sent me a link to her, to, to their account. Uh-oh. I go, it's still private. I can't access your account. So I feel, as a married guy, should I not even be clicking it? Because, but what, I, I don't- Temptation. I, well, not temptation. I'm not, I don't get tempted. I, my point was, I'm curious yeah. what would offend me if I was married. Well, that's the lure. That's the, that's the bait right there. there. There's a hook in the water and the bait, ladies, and they want, they ladies, want you to bite. you think a guy this-, this uh, Desirable is single. Come on. Well, you were picked at random. That's why it's a scambo. No, it's a listener. It's not really? a scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although, although it could be a phishing scam, like I just mentioned. It could. It's someone not. she might have gotten hacked, and it. Could, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. She might have gotten. No, because wait, wait, I thought. Are because, you saying another woman can't find me attractive? It must be a scam. <laughs> That's not nice. That's terrible, Scary Jones. Terrible. That's like applauding for a pilot. Right. <laughs> uh, we did get hacked though. My daughter called me up, my oldest daughter. She calls me uh, in, at the house, and she says, uh, I'm trying to get into Netflix, and my account got changed to a rooster. The name is D-I-K, and, uh, and they're watching movies in, in Spanish, and they changed the language to Arabic. Oh, my God. Okay, so let me tell you about Netflix. It's one of those apps that you can't do what you want to do in the app. You have to go to the website. I hate that. But you don't know that. So I'm like, I, I, so she says to me, did you do that? Right. Because two years ago, she changed my account to a child's account so that I couldn't watch anything with adult themes. I could only, I could only watch cartoons. <laughs> and then sometimes the, my, my kids will change each other's you know, uh, icons or names. But we agreed about a year ago, we're not doing it anymore. Right. Let everybody be happy. Don't fuck with each you other. You did it once. Because <laughs> once they change your account to a kid account, you have to delete it. You can't just change it. That's terrible. So you have to like, you lose your lists and your watchings and all that. So we all agreed we'd never do that. She's like, you did it. I said, no, I did not. That's not my sense of we, humor. And we made this agreement. I, I wasn't I'm going to change it to Arabic. I'm not, right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in, the, I'm in the app for like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to change. Why can't you just have, like you can, there's captions, right? You turn the captions on and off. But you can't turn them off permanently, right? And you can't change the language. So I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. So I Google the problem. It says you have to go through the website. I go through the website. My password doesn't work anymore. But because we were logged in already, we didn't have to log out. So the password's not working. So I'm like, holy shit, someone got into our account and changed the password. Wow. So I call Netflix, and they... So she said, the woman says to me, uh, uh, well, give me your email address. Said, okay. I said, well, the email address on the account is my wife's, and she's sleeping, which was true. Let me guess. No, no. So they I changed said, the email address, too. No, no, they didn't. Thank that, God. They, they were not smart enough to do that. So I said, well, do me a favor. 
make it my email address so I can get the link to reset the password. She says, okay. Did, mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Where's the security there? Right. She was like, uh, Pete, <laughs> she was like Pete Davidson on SNL. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't gonna. She wasn't gonna like test your knowledge of your account to no. make sure that you're not the scammer. No, I gave her, I gave her the address, but that could have been found out. That you could find if you had to. Oh, that, that's weak. That's a weak wall of protection okay. right there. So I, I go back and I change it. I see loopholes. I go back and change it, but I changed the language. Mm. But the language didn't change on anything they had already watched. So all the previews and all like all everything yeah. on the main screen, right, was still Arabic. Great. So I had it took it was like a ten step process. Thank but, you, hackers, for listening to this segment. Uh, just okay. re-roll it back anytime you want to break into so somebody's then, right. So it's then, ridiculous. So then my wife the next day I say, Hey, did, did we got hacked last night? Yeah. The, she goes, Oh, it wasn't last night. It must have been like a week ago. Oh, why? Why'd she wait that long? So I said, What do you mean? She says, Well, I got an email that said uh, you have a new account sign in from Michigan. Oh. And another one from Morocco. Another one from Algiers. And I said. Well, didn't it occur to you to like, maybe we got hacked? And she says, no, I figured it were phishing emails. She thought they were the kind of emails you got oh. that they were like, you know, click here, you've been hacked. Oh, shit. But we actually got hacked. We actually got hacked. So someone in Michigan sent the passwords to their buddies. Now, look, Michigan has a large Arabic uh, population. Maybe they had relatives in, in it was um, Morocco. Or Monaco, one of those. I don't remember which one. I think it was Morocco uh, and Algiers. And uh, and so people in three countries were watching my Netflix account, and somebody must have been Spanish also. They like, changed them. Because <laughs> the some language. Of the, yeah, some of the movies were Spanish-only movies. Then they changed those to Arabic subtitles. And so you can't get out of Arabic because you can't figure out like which is yeah nothing. which is the button which is the home button <laughs> right which is the button it's not like Spanish where you're like oh that looks like you know yeah the casa button I get it this was <laughs> like not and I know the buttons are pictures but the words are not close they're not no so you can't like go oh I get it right like Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> you could probably figure that out fuck so That's it great. took me like multiple hours to get out of that yeah. Um, but uh, Dick Dick the Rooster or something was... Dick uh, Dick. Hey, Dick Dick. And you know what? They would have gotten away with it, too. You're a Dick Dick. If that one person, of all the people sharing our account, if that one person didn't change the profile picture to a rooster, we never would have known. Except in my in my watched list was movies I didn't watch. I gotta go check my watch list now to see if I've been hacked. Yeah, so, so a smart hacker will just play it cool. You watch the movies. Yeah. Watch Stranger Things. Clear the cookies. Stuff. Clear the clear the history. Yeah. Do something like that. So you. By the way, get, you can't. You, uh, to my knowledge, you, you can't. Del- at least in the app, you can't. Like I can't delete the things that this guy. I'm assuming it's a guy. Uh, this person watched. Like in my recently watched list, I'm like I didn't watch that. Oh, and then it throws off your whole profile of f- films for them of to the suggest. You may like, right? So he watched. You may like this, right? So and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" Right. So this guy watched a Tom and Jerry cartoon, <laughs> and now in the in the what you might like, this cartoons coming up like Hanna Barbera. Now I like Hanna Barbera, but I don't want those in my you might like list. Yeah. So I started watching all the cool stuff again. He totally fucked you up. Fucked this up. Yeah. Um, to do some email real quick. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before oh, we even, do the, even though the scamboni, yeah, I have uh, Netflix. I said the uh, porn. I yeah, I, I'm gonna get the uh, let me get the email thing ready. Uh, the stager for you, and I wanted to play the couple of clips. Oh yeah, then we have some clips. Have some clips. Yeah, so let me get the email stager ready for you. Uh, we'll put that, and I have a, oh, I have a grammar police. Oh my goodness! Oh, so exciting. Uh, I do want to get rid of the scam. Are we done with Scamboni? We're done with Scambonis. Oh, I think so. All right, so oh, see, if I was running the board, I would have had this one. Uh, you didn't tell me I didn't know. 
That sounds like it's mail time. Welcome. You've got mail. You can always email us at the the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com. This one came in from Nicole Morelli, and she's addressing me, but I think she's talking about you, Brody. Damn it. Thank you so much for reading my email on the last episode of the podcast, but I have to say I was super bummed to hear you say my full name and then say that I was part of the problem for using the term ATM machine in the subject of my email. Uh, for the record, Nicole, that was David Brody, not me. I did not, it was not me. I'm sorry for not being more clear. I was emailing to say that I thought of my favorite podcast when the redundant phrases category came up on Jeopardy and just wanted to let you guys know that I thought of you when the term ATM machine was on the Jeopardy clues. If I was really part of the problem, I wouldn't have understood the coincidence <laughs> and would not have emailed you about it. But I guess I shouldn't have assumed it was obvious to both parties. Hope you can understand it was a bummer to hear the host of the podcasts you love call out your full name and say you are part of the problem. Wait a minute. Thank you, Nicole. Are you sure and it was me? It was you. You read the emails. I read the email, and then you were the one who called around as uh, part of the problem. Uh, it Nicole, was David I, I, fucking Brody. I'm sorry, Nicole. I owe you an apology. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I, yeah. I, I miss. I apologize. Yeah, I'll say. But hold on. Can I play this real quick? Let me lower this down. Speaking of which, this was uh, Joy Reid. She's a, a news host, and she's talking about the candidates having money. We do need true campaign finance reform. What we're going to do is continue to roll with the people. Yeah. We have enough. We will have enough money. Yeah. We guys have a, you know, guys have a, a ATM machine called the Boomer. Oh, oh, no. Fail. No, on national television. This one came up from Mark Demers on our Brooklyn Boys Facebook fan page. He emailed it there. Uh, you can go to at the Brooklyn Boys on Facebook. Um, Slice for Life here. Wanted to say you guys are the best. You make my day at work every day. Currently going back through all the episodes, including, wow, Scary's old podcast, The Off Air Show, which is on this channel, by the way, yeah, before episode zero. Right. Wish I, we had more time with you guys. Meaning, like, they old, hope, old, uh, they're yeah. hoping that there was more of those. Brody, you're the shit. Scary, you Oh, Brody, a steak dinner. Love you, you guys. Mark Demers. Thank you, Mark Demers. That's for you. And um, don't say my name here, uh, but Darius... Su- well, I'm not going to say Rucker? his name. Rucker? Nope. Uh, very late to the podcast, but I wanted to start over and listen from the top, so I'm still in the 20s. But I'm a lot like Brody. I believe in free dessert, especially when travel and things go wrong, because travel is ridiculously priced these days. Made over $2,000 in travel certificates for my family over the last two years from a major U.S. airline. Let's say they have a globe in their logo. <laughs> uh, I have to... <laughs> anyway, um, I will send a complaint if anything on my journey doesn't go as it should. Anything. I never ask for anything in return. I simply say, I'm giving you feedback and believe my experience was not up to standard. And invariably, I will be sent a certificate. They say that we're sorry for the service and we appreciate your loyalty. This guy has gotten $700, $125, $100, $75. Once for the baggage not showing up, uh, flying in a premium cabin, and, um, and and the amenity kit was missing. Complained about that. Grandparents had requested wheelchairs, and there was no there was, there was a mess. There was no wheelchairs. 
So and got seven hundred dollars on that one. How about that? Nice. Grandparents. They said there were no wheelchairs for the grandparents, even though they were previously requested. Oh, seven hundred bucks. Damn right. Cha-ching. And seventy-five dollars because there was a light flashing above me the entire flight. It was really bright, and they couldn't turn it off. Nice. Forward <laughs> <laughs> me that email. Seventy-five dollars for that. Nice. Forward me that email. I think I just made Brody proud. The, the the baggage didn't show up and damn it and the, there was damages well the damage was the bag wasn't there a hundred bucks this is fucking great love that person and hundred twenty five dollars what's her name uh, because the, their their amenity kit was missing this is from um uh, they don't want to say their name but it's uh I'll just show Phone it to you I'll, email. I'll, sh- I'll show so you I want to email them see if I can put that in the book uh Paul Hickey wrote to us about Danielle Delillo yelling Danielle Delillo. Hey, From fellas. the Tales of a Cocktails podcast. They're doing a live podcast coming I, I up. I know. I'm a little, a little jealous well, of that. We're not ready yet. But we're uh, hey, fellas. Re-listen to episodes 75 through 85 so far this week since you're on vacation. Episodes 82 and 84 with Danielle Delillo are so great, and I really hope you can invite her back for a cameo sometime soon. She's fucking hilarious and fits in so well. I don't fuck in a car, she says. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to those episodes. She doesn't fuck in a car. Uh, Brooklyn Boys Podcast is the best podcast of all time. No comparison. Thank you, Paul Hickey. All right. So uh, David Ramirez sent me this DM. One thing I learned from you, even is not even. Just got me some free dessert from Amazon. You wait for the ending of this one. Amazon driver misdelivered packages to the wrong house. I called up Amazon and was told by the customer service lady to check around the neighboring houses for my packages. Come again? That ain't my job. <laughs> I got I got my money back and a twenty dollar gift card. Hashtag free dessert. Thanks, Brody. So they, they were like, "Hey, can you can you can you go look around the other houses for your own packages?" <laughs> um, Stephanie Quinton got free dessert. You want to hear about that one? Yeah, and then I want to talk about uh, two signs I saw and a guy who got belligerent with me. Got free dessert from Bear Burger in Morristown. Restaurant just opened up. My friend and I were interested in trying it. We ordered meals for pickup. Yes, I brought in a big enough purse to sneak two full meals into the... Oh, because they were going to the movies after. We got we forgot to check our order. Well, oh, boy, that's a problem. So when we arrived to the theater where we opened up our bear burger, our nachos were not in the bag, but Brussels sprouts were. The Brussels sprouts were oh. great, but when you want nachos, you want nachos. Oh. So I called the restaurant once I saw the incorrect order without even asking the restaurant. They were going to deliver my nachos to me and have me keep the Brussels sprouts. Unfortunately, since the movie was about to start, it wouldn't work for us. They ended up refunding us for the nachos and gave me a $15 gift card to a future Bear Burger visit. Amazing customer service from Bear Burger in Morristown because they did the right thing and gave us free dessert. We'll definitely go back because of it. Love you all. Started listening at episode 90. I heard episode Brody say to start from the beginning. I'm at episode 19 and now making my way down the list. Don't you mean up? That's okay. right, either way. Thank fine. you, Stephanie Quinton. Nice. Send those, the two free dessert ones to me. Yep. Uh, there's an Asian market uh, near where uh, I shop. Yep. And there was a sign in the door. I'll show you the sign, Scary. It said, see what it says there? No pets. Caution. No, no, no. It says, oh, caution. It says, door, caution. Door, door, door will, will close. close. Keep children away. Don't all doors close? <laughs> caution. Door will close. Keep children away. Here's your other sign. Now, this one frightens me. You know, sometimes, uh, this again, I, it's, it, the, the, the people there all speak uh, different forms of Asian languages. Yeah. They serve a lot of different cultures, and they have a Chinese area. They, I think they have Korean food, and they have uh, a new area. 
that they opened up. So yep. I understand the sign's not perfect. I'm not uh, giving them grammar police on this. Although I am gonna call. I'm gonna call. Grammar police. I'm Gra- getting that ready. Gra- grammar police. Gra- the sign grammar says. Police. The sign says new, authentic Vietnamese food. Please try me. <laughs> what? Please try me. Please try me. Have they cut up a Vietnamese man <laughs> and put him into the food? <laughs> I love it. And did he write that sign as his last dying yep. Uh, yep. thing? Yep. New authentic Vietnamese food. Please try me. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about uh, the Levi's store. I'm going to save the guy who got belligerent with me about the coronavirus. I want to give props and I'll give you a little, little customer service uh, tip. That will also okay. be in my book. All right, we do have another, a couple more free desserts. We want to do those. Those are not really. Oh. Um, well, well, Mike Wester, uh, from again another Facebook page uh, submission said that uh, Wayfair sent me an oven that wasn't working properly. I bitched at them and got one hundred thirty-eight dollars credit. They sent a tech out to look at it. Had to take a day off of work. He came. He said he needed for, uh, oh, the parts. He said that he. He needed other parts for it to happen. Right, the parts came. They scheduled the appointment with a window of eight to five. They called at four forty-eight. Said they weren't going to make it. Rescheduled another appointment. Wow, they came and fixed it. Took three days off for this 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 bullshit. And after going back and forth for a week, they gave me another one hundred fifty dollars. Listen to their their uh, their messages back and forth. Something has to be done for us missing three full days of work. Wayfair writes, we are happy to issue a $75 credit to make up for the negative experience. Please let us know if this works for you. Okay. The person wrote back, I feel like $150, at least half of one day's pay I lost, is the least you can do. I lost $900 in lost income. Okay. And Wayfair writes back, we've applied the $150 credit. <laughs> Keep an eye out for a confirmation <laughs> email. Thank you. Nice. So they got double. Nice. They offered them the 75 as the dangling carrot. And then the person was like, nah, fuck you. I want 150 I lost $900 in payment. How great is that? That's fantastic. Go ahead. Uh, I want to play the two clips and tell the story. Which order do you want me to do them? Play the clips. Okay. So uh, we have a, uh, a clip from a guy. Now, uh, you know like where you're from? You use certain lingo. Like, we have a lot of lingo on this show. Yes, we do. And uh, if you know, well, let's say you're from Arkansas. You know when you're talking about going to the mall or you're talking about dinner or certain types of food, you know if someone's from Arkansas, they say it a certain way. They do. You're from California. You say it a certain way. Here in New York, we, like we said, we go, oh, we're, we're, uh, we say mozzi sticks. We don't say mozzarella, mozzarella sticks. So this guy, I'm, I, now, Scary, you have not heard this clip. I'm going to play it for you. Am I going to get angry? You, well, you're gonna, you know what you're going to get? You're going to get... Uh, you're going to get this guy is not from, not who he says he is. Now, so James Corden, watching The Late Late Show, yep. and he's he's going through the crowd having people answer trivia questions. Scary for three. Scary uh, just missed. God damn he it. just bricked the bottle going towards the garbage I tried pail. to throw an empty water and bottle the way, into the garbage. We have a recycling pail. He just tried to throw it into the non-recycling pail, you dog. So this guy, so James, <laughs> Corden, on the floor. James Corden asks him where he's from. Okay? Okay. Here we go. What's your name? Where are you from? Justin. I'm from New York, New York. Justin. Okay, stop right there. Right. Stop right there. Right. Anyone who's from New York does not say they're from New York, New York. That's right. That guy's not from New York. Not from New York. Not from New York. So because because New York, New York, by the way, technically is Manhattan, the borough of Manhattan, Manhattan like New, New York, York City. So if he was from New York, he would have said, said Manhattan, Manhattan or, or New York, New York City. Right or New York. I'm fr- right. Or New York. Right. New York, New York is the mailing address. You in other words, you don't have to write Manhattan. They decided no. because Manhattan is the most popular borough of the five boroughs of New York, Brooklyn being one of them. He might have moved to New York. Right. But he, he's, he's not a, from New York, right. New York. So one of two things happened. Either they told him to say that, 
right? Like he said, I'm from Manhattan, New York. Like, you know, just for the sake of the national audience. No, you're not from New York, New York. You're from New York City. You're New York City or you're from Manhattan. But nobody would say that. So this guy, What's your name? Where are you from? Justin. I'm from New York, New York. Justin. Uh, he also sounds prepared. I think a producer told him to say it. I don't... I don't... No, because he went through the whole audience. So it's the uh. game. It's the game where, like, you start from the first seat. You ask them a dumb question, and the next person goes and dumb question. And if anyone gets it wrong, he goes to the aisle behind you, yes. right? And he keeps going up until he gets to the end of the row. And if whoever at the end of the row gets it right, the whole audience wins. The whole row wins a hundred dollars. So he didn't, didn't prep everybody in the whole audience. He's like, what's your name? Where you from? Justin from New York, New York. You're not from New York, New York. You may be a stopped here and your car broke down, but nobody speaks that way here. So wherever you're from, think about it. If you're like in Pittsburgh and you're like, oh, y'all, y'all I'm from Pittsburgh. No, in Pittsburgh, they say yuns. Like they would beat you up for lying and saying, yeah. right, you're not from there. New York, New York. I'd be so mad. Okay. So you know our friends at Peter Millar, not a sponsor. Still. I want to just say, not a sponsor. Do you think that we're going to get them sometime in 2020? I, I'm, I'm trying real hard. Uh, but I, I wrote I wrote this down because I couldn't believe what I heard. Now you know you, you talk about we talked about a car commercial a bunch of episodes ago. Yeah, you used to have this guy Ricardo Montalban talk about this car and the Chrysler go, New Yorker with rich Corinthian leather. That wasn't a thing. There was no such thing as Corinthian leather, but it sounded nice, right? They made it sound fancy, like, oh, the car has Corinthian leather. If you don't know, you're like, that's ooh. like when I go buy bed sheets and it say it's Pima cotton. Yes. We or Egyptian about, cop, right, cotton. We, we I'm talk, like, oh my God, Egyptian cotton. Right. What the fuck is so that? So now every- Am I supposed to be excited? It sounds great. Right. Every I, every commercial now is I get is excited. Like, I only buy oh, Egyptian cotton. We make Bombas socks only using the finest Pima cotton. Pima. Pima apparently is the shit now. It's the cotton. I'm fine with that, Peter Millar. You want to you slip in the Pima cotton, but this commercial got out of hand. Listen to what they're trying to sell me. And and does the average person know it's good? Do we know? Here it is. Whether they're purveying the finest Pima cotton in the coastal valleys of Peru or selecting the highest quality cashmere fleece from white Hercus goats of Inner Mongolia. White Hercus goats from Inner Mongolia? Yeah. The highest quality cashmere. Hold on. Whether they're purveying the finest Pima cotton in the coastal valleys of Peru or selecting the highest quality cashmere fleece from white Hercus goats of Inner Mongolia. Okay. <laughs> now, are the black Hercus goats not as nice? I don't that was know. a P- that was a Peter Millar commercial. Peter Millar, yeah. Just so you know, I love Whether they're purveying the finest Pima cotton in the coastal valleys of Peru, or selecting the highest quality cashmere fleece from white Hercus goats of Inner Mongolia, Peter Millar is dedicated to curating the most precious and noble fibers when creating their innovative Noble fibers. Yes! The most precious and, and noble. noble What makes a fiber noble? Well, it's from I the, mean, does he have white... to show loyalty? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, no, when you, someone is Sire. a noble... Yes, your I've highness. I've heard of noble gentlemen before. I am going to shear you now, Mr. Uh, your Highness, the white Hercus goats. What's a fucking my... noble fiber? Fuck you, Peter Millar. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. You imagine walking down the street and, so, and you're like, oh, what's that uh, made of? Well, this is a white Hercus goat cashmere, but it's from outer Mongolia. By the way. Oh, no, inner Mongolia, I don't want to wear it. You're starting to worry me, Brody, because all <laughs> you do is hear Peter Millar commercials. You listening to the Peter Millar radio station? What's going on okay. there? I've never heard this before. Okay, again. I've never heard a station play it. I li- is it TV? I, I, is that TV? It's, no, it's, it's the, it's, I listen to news in the car. Okay. So, the so news, they have Peter Millar right, as a sponsor. Is one of the so they do advertising. They do, but not not Get on, here on the Brooklyn Boys. Okay. So I, I do want to say. Oh, we're never going to get them. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to grammar police this commercial and then give you. I, I don't have the update, but here we go. Grammar police. Gra- gra- grammar police.
police. Okay, so this cruise company sounds like a good cruise company. Sounds like a beautiful ship. And I know you're going to say it's nitpicky, but they made the same grammatical error twice in the same commercial. So I'm going to listen to it. New World is transforming luxury river cruising one award-winning ship at a time. Each of our ships are unique. With Okay, each of our ships are unique. Uh, it should be each of our ships is unique. Um, okay, now that does that sounds weird to me though. Each of our ships each, is each, each is one. Uh, see to me, hold on a second. Each she said each of our ships are unique. That's right. Listen, I will New World is transforming luxury river cruising one award-winning ship at a time. Each of our ships are unique with every detail. Ex see, so she made the mistake of using ships. She, she now she should have said all of our ships are unique. Right, or each that of our ships is. So each is doesn't sound right, but you're right. It right. is wrong. Well, if, if I said each each of these guys is an asshole, then it sounds right. It's uh, no, no. See, it sounds wrong, but it's correct, grammatically right. correct. Because the each subject is. is the each. Right. So she's fucked. Right now, here now listen to the second one she does. New World is transforming luxury river cruising one award-winning ship at a time. Each of our ships are unique, with every detail exquisitely designed. Wait. Our passionate staff provide unmatched service. Our passionate staff provide. Provides. Staff is singular, provides. but provides. provides. So they got them both wrong. So I, I tweeted at them, and I and I emailed through the website, and I said, hey, just want to let you know. Now, look, it's a bit anal, but I wanted to see what the response was to read it on the podcast. So I said, I just want to let you know. I heard your commercial. Here's a clip. You've gotten two conjugations wrong. You went singular when you should have gone plural. You went plural when you should have gone singular. They wrote me back. and said, thank you very much. We'll, we'll forward it on to the appropriate people. You, you know, would think that they would re-record the commercial. They did. No, they didn't. They have a new commercial. They fixed it. They they because of you. Yes. <laughs> now, now listen. So uh, I told you I bought a car for my daughter, which I've been driving to save mileage on my charger. My charger, my Dodge, I can back up the radio so I can record it. When I'm driving the Ford, it's an older car, I can't. So I have to get it in my charger. Where I can back it up and play the new commercial. Oh, so you heard the new commercial? Yes, they already. fixed it. Good for you. That's a personal victory. Bravo. Yes. They don't run that commercial anymore with the double grammar errors. They didn't. So good for them. They didn't blow me off. They actually told somebody and were like, dude, yes, that guy's right. And they fixed it. Good. How about that? How about that? Now, last customer service that? story, and then we're getting out of here. How about that? How about that? My mom asked me for to pull a David Brody. She said, listen, David, I, I you know, I, my mother moved in 2016, mm -hmm. moved to Jersey. So a lot of stuff got in boxes and different things. And then something happened in her life where she she lost a lot of weight, right? She had gone on a diet. So she had bought these jeans that were a certain size. And in the move, forgot about them, lost some weight since then. And now, uh, no, it was 20, 2018, 2018, whatever it was, 2018. Whatever. She was a 2018? No, you bastard, no. Oh. Whatever the case, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been two years. Okay. It's been two years. Right. Okay. So she misplaced them and put them in a closet, and then she goes, oh, David, I found these. They're from 2018, yeah. but I spent $140 on these uh, two pairs of jeans. They were expensive. Uh, see, can you think maybe you can call them and try to get the credit or money back, whatever? I said, yeah, I'll take care of it. So I call Levi's, and I, I explain the situation. My mom's old. She forgot them. She, she had moved, and there was a lot of boxes and the whole thing. Okay. They said, well, we'd love to help you, but, uh, you know, give me the SKU number and uh, we'll put them in the computer, see what they're worth. I go, well, look, if they're from a long time ago, they're going to be worth $5. And I really would like to at least get my mom a credit. Let's see what we can do. I'll hook you up. I gave it a whole song and dance. 
She says, they're not coming up in the computer. Mm. She says, they're so old, we don't have them in the system anymore. Wow. So I said, well, my mom's going to be at 140 bucks. I feel, you know, and she's old and she's on a fixed income and all, I gave them the whole thing. Well, you know what you can do? Uh, go try one of the stores. And, okay. and, and then maybe they, in person they can do something for you. So I said, well, what's your name? So I'm, I'm just make up a name. We'll say Stella. She says, my name's Stella. I said, good. Stella from the corporate office of Levi's. Sure. I appreciate your help. I'm going to call the store and tell them, Stella from the corporate office is good to go. Can you help me out? I call the first store in New York, and, and she says, give me the SKU. Yeah, it's not in the system. Uh, well, can't you ring up a different pair of jeans? And she's, no, it'll throw inventory off. I go, I know, but Stella was going to do it. She just doesn't have the same system you have in the stores. Can't you do a price override? Well, I could, but it's not in the system. If it was in the system, I could put the price. Rules, rules, rules. Right, so I call store number two in New York. Oh, we'd love to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't. We scanned it. There's no price. So I call store number three. Store number three located over by Chelsea Market, which I mentioned earlier, on um, 14th Street or whatever. I think it's 14th Street. And uh, I get a woman on the phone. Her name is Mia. What a beautiful, fun, friendly woman. And I say, I speak to the manager? Yeah, this is the manager. Couldn't have been nicer, friendly on the phone. I tell her the story, and I say, look, my mom has right, these sure, jeans. Yep. I said, look, there's a really good explanation. She goes, I don't need the explanation. Just just, uh, just come in. No. I said, what do you mean? Well, whatever the explanation is, I'm sure it's important right. to you. I'll take care of it. Yeah, but uh, Stella couldn't ring it. It's just, I'm the manager here. You come in and ask for me. I said, what's your name? I said, my name's David. Yeah. She says, I will find a way. We will make this happen and fix yes. it for you. We want to take care of you. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So last week, I go in with uh, the, the, my mom had the original bag that it was mailed in. Like it's untouched. Tags, brand new everything. So I bring it in. I walk in. I say, there's two beautiful women when you walk in right by the front table. And I say, excuse me, I'm looking for Mia. And she says, now this is three, four days later. She says, are you David? She remembered you. I said, yes, I am. She says, hi, I'm Mia. It is so great to meet you. She's a fan of the show? Nope. 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 That's what made it even better. That, I was about to say, that is what made it better, didn't it? So I said- Oh, uh, my goodness. She said, I, I know you You're said- just- you might come in on Friday. I love this. And I, can't, I I got in like an hour ago, so I knew I'd be here. You said you'd come in between one and the four. The fact that she is treating anyone and everyone this way. That's right. Now, you know me. I, gives a, uh, you know what? That that provides hope for me for so the I future said, of look, customer it, service. I said, look, if you can't, if you can't, I understand it's not going to ring up. Just you leave it to me. Good. You says, you tell your mom. Good. Mia took care of it. So we go to the register. She scans it. She goes, oh, I recognize this style. It's from 2018. I said, yep, here's the invoice. I give it the, my mom kept everything. Here's right. the invoice, the packing slip, all of it. She's, wow, your mom, I go, my mom feels terrible. She, I said, she goes, your mom lost weight. You tell her good for her. Oh my I'm God. Like, I said, oh, all right, okay. That's so awesome. She, she goes, click, 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 click. And she hands me a gift card. She goes, here you go, full value. Tell your mom, buy whatever she wants. She can use it online if she wants. I also. love that. How fucking, fucking great that's awesome. is Mia from the Levi's store? Uh, and I have to go on the website now. I told her I would uh, give her a great review and write her up. A hundred percent. But I'm going to put up a Levi's you, picture and tag her in it. The, some of the best she customer needs to service. to be promoted. Some of the best customer service. Now, so, I don't want Levi's to turn around going, you gave a full refund on some no. old jeans? No. Because Stella said it was okay. But I had a really, I don't want to get into details of my mother's personal life, but I had a really good reason. Right. And I said, look, I have a really, she goes, I don't need to know it. Wow, she didn't even ask for any further questions, Your Honor. I know if you're calling me after all this time for your mom 
You already have a good reason. That's all I need to know. That is great. More people need to behave like that. I got free dessert. I wasn't asking for it. I had, So my point, I have a couple points. You reward people who are great. She was great. That's number one. Number two, don't get frustrated if one location can't help you. I was going to say the same thing. Because those other managers were nice, but they weren't Mia. Right. They could They didn't keep going. So if you're dealing with a company, a large company especially, right. with several locations. Call every gap just, until somebody helps right. you. Walk out from one if store, go to the next. If you have a reasonable request. I was going to say the same thing, actually. If it's reasonable. Right. Now, so, this was above and beyond. It was a six-month return or whatever it was, and it was a year. And good. A, it was a 12 months, 13 I like months, hearing whatever that. it was. 12 months. It was, I like hearing whatever that. Whatever it was, 13, 15 months. But, uh, so, yeah, she was like, I'm helping you. So That's great. So what's, uh, what size is your mom? The fuck kind of question is that? Why don't you ask I mean, how old she is well, too? Well, 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 I don't know. Just what, what, you want to see her in a bikini? No, I just. The what, fuck I, is I, wrong I, with you? You didn't. You didn't left that part out of the story. I thought maybe we want to buy her a present or something. Yeah, on the podcast, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what my mom's <laughs> pants size is. I don't know. I just thought maybe you throw it in there. It's a descripting. It's a descriptor. I don't know. It's a descripting. It's a descriptor. Is what it? the fuck is wrong with you? I just want to know how much she's lost. I thought she's, you know, she's, she's lost you as a friend. That's no, what she's no, lost. I just want to know she lost. If you know, if, if she's gone down a few sizes, I know I'm very proud that I went from a 38 to a 32, and right now I'm a 34. But that's yeah. okay. Okay. You know, but, yeah. So I just thought that maybe that that, that could contribute to what, the story. What woman do you know would want me to tell you what size she was or is? My girlfriend's a four. Your girlfriend is is thirty something, and uh, and she's fucking hot. I don't know how you got her, how you keep her. You, you know how much does she weigh? Oh, she wouldn't want me to tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? The There's only one place that you have to be from to be that stupid. Brooklyn, the voice from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, the voice. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 